Welcome to the Aspect Practice Conversations podcast. Through these podcasts, we aim to share stories and information regarding aspect practice through interviews with carers, teachers, parents and academics. For more information about anything you hear today, please visit the Aspect website at aspect.org.au. In 2013, the Autism Cooperative Research Centre opened its doors and created an opportunity to bring together corporations, academics, healthcare providers and educators. This is their story. My name is Professor Sylvia Roger. I'm the Director of Research and Education at the Cooperative Research Centre for Living with Autism Spectrum Disorders that we fondly know as the Autism CRC. The Autism CRC is a collective of universities, research institutes and end-user organisations that have come together to transform the lives of individuals with autism through evidence-based research. The Autism CRC that we have in operation today grew out of a bid that started in about 2012 and it was the first attempt in the country to bring together researchers and end users working in the autism space to really work together and come up with a research agenda that could potentially transform lives. So, you know, from an early starting point of view, we've invested quite significantly at the front end of the CRC in order to get research up and running and to get some outcomes and deliverables in our first couple of years. In terms of the projects that we've got running at the moment, we've been operating since July 2013, so just over maybe 16 months now. We've had two investment rounds. In the first investment round, we invested in 17 projects, 16 of which fully executed and all up and running. Aspect is participating in a number of projects which are being coordinated through the CRC including a preliminary study into what motivates people to get involved in research in the first place and what support they need to keep participating over the longer term. My name's Karen Haas and I'm Research Assistant at Aspect. So we work with other researchers around Australia and a big part of my role is to organise that liaison and to work with them and to coordinate projects. One of the challenges that we are experiencing now in Australia is that in the past few years, there's been an incredible blossoming of research in autism. There are many people recruiting similar cohorts of people now, much more so than there were a few years ago. The research project that I've been working on within the Autism CRC is a collaboration between four research organisations across Australia. And what the CRC wanted to do was before any long or big project started, they realised that one of the difficulties in research with people with autism is to get them involved. Well, it's actually an issue with anybody, but finding participants and keeping participants involved and interested in the study is quite a challenge. We didn't want to assume that what applied to neurotypical people would apply to people on the autism spectrum. So we wanted to find out What were the things that would encourage and what were the things that would discourage people on the autism spectrum from becoming involved in research? This research involved recruiting people on the autism spectrum who were happy to identify how organisations like Aspect and the Autism CRC can make it easier for people to participate in long-term studies. My name is Scott 
Smith. It started in September, early July, where I contacted Autism Spectrum Australia, or Aspect as I always know, to be party to a research program into how they could help retain participants in research programs. I was first diagnosed as having Asperger's Syndrome in 2008, and curiosity obviously built from there on, and I wanted to know more about this condition I was diagnosed with, and wanted to try and find other adults around my own age that have the condition and what their outlook is. The research program that I'm involved in was only a one-night episode, but it did lead to me obtaining employment in this advisory role with Aspect. It was basically a discussion between fellow Aspergians and high-functioning autistic people on ways that they could retain or firstly provoke interest and also retain people with autism in research programs into behaviour and stuff like that. Because many of these research programs go for, go for years, not, not so much months, more like years. Karen Haas says the results have been significant. What motivates people to become involved in autism research was one of the most fascinating things that we found in our recent research study on what encourages and discourages people from being involved in research. It was really inspiring actually to see dedication and the interest that people on the autism spectrum have for autism spectrum research and their interest in it and their understanding of it. So one of the things that we found is that people really enjoy that sense of belonging to a community they get from being involved in a research project. They also love to be able to share information about treatments or things that they've found work and what doesn't work and that people also like to be able to have access to researchers so that we can give them help and advice about the latest research findings. The findings were very positive and I found that they have a higher chance of retaining people if there is some kind of benefit towards paying the cost to actually get to the research program because transport for many of us is quite expensive. Quite a few of us do have jobs. Many of us are on the disability support pension provided by the government. So any help that we can get to get to participate in these programs goes a long way. I'd I'd encourage people to actually just participate in this kind of thing because the information has to get out there. Because once you've met one autistic person, you've only met one. There is a whole multitude of us. I believe it further improves professionals to be able to diagnose condition accurately and to further address issues of, say, support programs and health programs to firstly alleviate concerns of the parents of children or teenagers with autism, but also to help doctors diagnose it better and more clearly so that people can understand it better. Some people get engaged in research because the research study offers an intervention that has a potential to help their child or adolescent or, or family member. Other people engage because their perspective, opinions, feelings, views are important and they want those understood. So I think that intrinsic reward of changing things, having a say, being part of something bigger is often very rewarding for people. And then for some people, there are sort of extrinsic benefits as as well. Being part of a social, a, a focus group, 
having some contact with other people who are in the same situation can be rewarding. According to Professor Sylvia Roger, this early stage research is important because increasing numbers of research projects target a limited pool of people. In terms of competition, I guess that's one of the things the CRC is trying to mitigate against in that we, by working collaboratively, we're able to do much bigger studies in concert with one another rather than having multiple research sites in multiple parts of the country doing their own thing. But we've got research groups all working together around the same agenda and I think that's much, much better than having disparate groups competing with one another. So one of the prime benefits of the approach of the CRC is that it's a very much a collaborative approach and that means that we can bring people together on projects that have many different perspectives and skills and experience. So, for example, in the project that we've just finished that's been looking at the things that encourage and discourage people from participating in research, we were able to bring together psychologists, educational specialists, information researchers, occupational therapists, social workers, and all these people have many different perspectives on what it is to to be living on the autism spectrum. Ultimately, Haas, Rogers and other researchers involved with the CRC are deeply focused on the goal of improving the lives of people on the autism spectrum. It's really about us listening because they know people on the autism spectrum have such a wealth of information to be able to share so, and it's a matter of how can we find the best ways to listen and to find that information and then translate that into real practical programs. In terms of success for the CRC, we will have been successful if we are able to transform the lives of individuals with autism through the research foci that we have. Certainly that is our objective. Thank you for listening to the Aspect Practice Conversations podcast. For more information about anything you heard today, please visit the Aspect website at aspect.org.au.